Logan Savory is editor of the Southland Tribune. Hi, Logan. Morning, how's it going? Good, thank you. The map has changed from red to blue uh, over a fair whack of the country, actually, and it certainly has in your neck of the woods. Um, uh, was there a, a change of seat necessarily, though, or just a bigger majority? Uh, just, a, just a massive change in majority, really. Um, yeah, like most of the, the country, Invercargill was very blue on, on Saturday night. So in 2020 Nationals, Penny Simmons, she won the Invercargill electorate over Labor's Liz Craig by just 224 votes. Now, there was a feeling that, that Penny Simmons would probably hold the Invercargill um, seat and, and maybe increase that majority or probably increase that majority. But what sort of shocked um, many is just, just how big an um, increase it was. So she's, in three years, has gone from that 224-vote majority to close to 9,000 on, on Saturday night. This is obviously a... Um, a massive bump that which probably obviously um, mirrored a bit of a, a national trend. Um, yeah, so, so the interest now will be on what role uh, Penny Simmons plays in a, in a national-led government because she, you know, she's a former long-time Southern Institute of Technology CEO and so she's risen from 63 to 60, 16 in the party rankings and, and Christopher Luxon um, has previously suggested she'd make a good good minister. Um, it'll be an interesting yeah. one. It'll be a hotly contested position, mm. that Minister for Education, between ACT and National, actually. But, of course, you can have a Ministry for Tertiary Education, you can have Associate Ministers of Education. That's right. Uh, and, and I think they are looking to unravel uh, to Pukinga from the policy they brought to the election anyway. So, look, that'll be very interesting. And what about um, Labour? Is she out uh, on the... Uh, didn't make it back on the list, Liz Craig? Yeah, so so obviously it was a bit of a nightmare night for for Labour and, and Liz Craig um, has uh, on the back of that lost her place in Parliament. So she was um, obviously an Invercargill-based list MP, but she was ranked 44 on the party list. So obviously now, well, they're dropping to about 34 MPs or somewhere around there. So uh, yeah, unfortunately for her, um, that's uh, that's her time up for for this term at least in, in Parliament. Now, staying with local politics, local-ish politics, the Gore District Council, have things settled down or is there trouble at Mill again? Well, I thought they'd settled down. Um, things had gone um, quite quiet. Uh, they'd, they'd obviously um, uh, sort of got things in order, at least um, uh, publicly. Um, but just when we thought things were quieting down, they're back in the headlines now. So so just as a bit of background for a start, um, there's obviously been a bit of tension since the October election, and much of that has been down to the well-documented uh, relationship breakdown between the new Mayor Ben Bell and long-time um, CEO Steve Perry. Now, Steve Perry resigned um, uh, last month as the, the Gore CEO and was expected to finish up in October, um, and another senior manager, uh, Rex Capel, was, was likely to take over in an acting role while they worked through the, the process. But Rex Capel was also resigned last week. So what that's prompted them to do is um, appoint a Steve Perry in an interim role, so he'll stay on beyond this month as, as expected. And um, although n- not everyone's thrilled by that, so at a public excluded meeting, they uh, they voted nine uh, three in favour of Perry's interim appointment, and one of those three that voted against was understood to be um, obviously Ben Bell. Um, and there's also a, a, a bit of a public petitioner wanting Steve Perry um, to go. But look, the Deputy Mayor, Keith Avell, he's just stated, look, this is a business decision that's there to ensure continuity and stability. Um, obviously, they need the capability still at the council while they work through getting a new um, CEO sorted. 
Now, an Invercargill man. Uh, will this week attempt something pretty amazing involving the Great Walks? There are five at the moment. I know there's efforts underway to get six up and running, not too far from you either. But uh, what's this endeavour that Simon Patton's undertaking? Yeah, well, this is an, an interesting way to spend your Labour weekend. So he's um, he's looking at uh, knocking off five Great Walks in, in five days. Um, uh, so he plans to, to tick off the Rakiora track, Kepler track, Milford track, Rootburn track and Humphridge track. Um, so all up, that's about well, just over 250k, I believe. Um, I think the Humphridge track technically isn't a great walk just yet, but um, early next year is signed off. Um, look, just, just to run you through the logistics of this, and this might give you an understanding of it. So he's, he's planning to, to fly to Stewart Island late on Wednesday and the next morning, uh, knocking off the whole Rakiora track or running the track before flying back to Invercargill at about 1.30. He'll then get picked, up at, picked up at the Invercargill airport, head straight to the Humphridge track, wants to get up to the first hut that night. On Friday, um, uh, he'll finish the Humphridge track, then the, the next day knock off the Kepler track, followed by the Milford track the next day, then then head back to Tianau where um, he'll get dropped off at the Rootburn track um, to finish the fifth and final Great Walk. So um, that's just quite a bit to explain, let alone actually complete. So, um, yeah, uh, look, he's taking it on as a bit of a personal challenge, but in the process also um, wanting to raise money for, for bowel cancer New Zealand and has already notched up about 8000 or just over 8,000, I think. So, um, yeah, good luck to, to Simon. An, an interesting challenge to take on. Okay, and just uh, finally, um, we've got uh, a netball test coming back to Invercargill. You've had some mighty netball matches down there. There's the test coming this week, New Zealand-Australia, is there? Yeah, that's right. Well, obviously, at the moment, most of the sporting eyes are on the, the Rugby World Cup in France, but uh, the Invercargill sporting fans at least get a bit of a treat um, on Thursday night in Invercargill with a with a trans Tasman netball test. Look, Invercargill very much um, loves its uh, its netball, um, and that's a key reason why Netball New Zealand like to bring test matches here. They get well supported. Um, but let's just hope the Silver Ferns uh, can find some form because the two two nil down in the, the four game series. And uh, and just another note, um, I just just seen through. Um, they are going to rename the stadium for just the night anyway. Uh, the Robin Brought. Uh, stadium. I was um, just thinking that if anything mm. is going to inspire them to um, a beyond what you'd expect performance, it would be the legacy of that particular coach on your netball and the and the size of the role she played in New Zealand netball. Absolutely, yes, absolute legend down this this part and what what she did for for the sport and actually just as a region to, to, to have a, um, such a successful team in the Southern Sting down here in those days. So that's a, that's a fitting tribute, I think, for for Robin um, on Thursday night. Thanks very much. That is Logan Savory, Southland. Um, let me just get the title of his uh, organ, as they used to say. He is with the Southland Tribune.